0: to the DSO Connect podcast. I'm Casey. I'm Robin. And we are two of the six founding members of DSO Connect, a group dedicated to helping dance studio owners build profitable businesses
1: and live balanced lives. So Robin, how are you? I am great. I am super excited about today's topic. Me too. I think that it's something that everyone will relate to yeah. and So pour yourself a cup of coffee or jump in your car to go run errands or whatever you're going to do. Don't run the vacuum because you won't be able (laughs) to hear us. But we're going to talk about 10 easy ways to increase your studio's profits right away. Yeah. These are simple solutions to help your business
0: get healthier that are easy to implement and it's just 10. So, I mean, you can pick one of these ideas and implement it right away, and it'll already start helping. Or you can do all 10, wham, bam, bam, get the most bang for your buck. It's going to be great.
1: So, let's dive right in. Right. Before we dive right in, just kidding. <laughs> I think that this is something that you should do on the regular. Oh, absolutely. Maybe every quarter. Uh, pull this document up or pull up this, maybe put a, a reminder in your calendar that every quarter you're you going re-listen to re listen to this podcast episode. Right. Yeah, sure. It's always good
0: to take a look at your numbers, know what's profitable, and reevaluate your expenses. Yep. So let's go. Let's hop to it. Okay, the number, uh, the first one is increase your annual registration fee for new students. So let's say you're taking new enrollments for summer or for fall or a winter mini session. Uh, increase your registration fee. Just do it. If you are bringing in new students, they don't know what your registration fee used to be. So just you know, they're not going to balk at it. So let's say you get 25 new students coming in and you increase your registration fee by $15, that's $375 that you didn't have in your pocket before. And that's not gonna change your life, but maybe it'll help you pay off your credit card bill or buy new uh, chairs for the lobby, something like
1: that. Or just put a little bit of money away for the summer. When Absolutely, you're have a slow yes. Yeah, so some of these things are gonna be bigger impact right. and some will be smaller, but they're all gonna move the needle. Yes. And the more you get into the habit of thinking in this mindset, the more you're going to find that you you're gaining traction. Right. Absolutely. All right, Robin with number two. No refunds ever. Instead offer a credit on the customer's account to use in the future. But be sure this is spelled out clearly in your policies and posted at the front desk.
0: I have a piece of paper with my refund policies on bright yellow paper laminated it lives at the front desk so anytime someone comes up to talk to anybody at the front desk they see it um i've posted it in the bathroom Mm.
1: people always go to
0: the bathroom Mm. they see it there (laughs) and that way they know and it's on the website it's in the welcome packet it's everywhere we do not give refunds
1: right and what that means is you know, you might have a, f- a family who says, oh, but my two-year-old, you know, she tried the class and and she just doesn't, it's not really working. She's not ready. Can we get a refund? Well, first of all, we always offer a trial class. So she had the trial class. We didn't pressure her into it. Right. Um, sometimes two to three-year-olds need a little bit of time to get used to it. So right. I, would, I would talk the customer through it instead of just, you know, slamming down the no refunds rule. I would talk them through it and say, you know, we need to give it a little more time. Mm -hmm. But if you really think she's too young, let's put a credit on your account and revisit it in a couple months. Right.
0: And then that family is going to come back to you. And wouldn't you rather, instead of a family getting, you know, you giving them their money back and then they leave and go away forever, they know they've got that $30 credit on their account at Dance Studio X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to come back. Exactly. 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 All right, number three, plan now to raise your prices in the fall. Consider inching up tuition, or your costume fees, or your performance fees, or your ticket prices. Where can you find a little room to increase your prices without alarming your customers? I mean, the cost of milk goes up all the time, you know? Prices increase, people are expecting that, so don't be afraid to increase your monthly tuition, whether it's a dollar or two dollar. I usually do two dollars every other year. Think of it this way. If there are 250 students at your studio and you increase your tuition $2 per month, that is, in a 10-month year, $5,000. Oh my gosh, that's huge. That's That's a nice chunk. Absolutely. You
1: could pay off your car.
0: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) And keep in mind that you also want to be, while you're increasing prices, you also want to be lowering the amount of discounts that you're giving. So if you do a sibling discount, if you do a multi-class discount, if you offer unlimited classes, really take a look at how much money you're giving away. Mm -hmm. I went from, I think first off, I had like a 10% discount for multi-classes and that Mm humongoid and I have inched it down to 8% then I inched it down to 5% Mm -hmm. so families with multiple kids still feel like they're getting a deal Mm -hmm. but I'm bleeding a lot less and if you have an unlimited class package really take a look at what that's doing to your bottom line because it rarely works out in the studio owner's best interest
1: right and we're really not doing each other a service in terms of even with our own competitors in our local areas absolutely if we're price cutting and we're we're in a race to the bottom no. with, our, with our competitors. If you set yourself up as the the pricier studio then people are going to assume that you're the better studio. Mm-hmm. Of course you're going to have to deliver on that and of course we want to encourage everyone to be delivering the best service that they possibly can but don't be afraid to ask for the price that you're worth. That you're worth absolutely. All right number four Payroll relief days. So this is a little controversial. And Casey and I do this a little differently. So we're going to talk about this mm-hmm. together. You could consider implementing a policy of not paying your teachers for snow days or other can- or other canceled classes. At our studio, we live in the Northeast. So in the winter, we usually have, I don't know, maybe three to five snow days where we just have to close the studio. Behind the scenes, in the back office, we call those payroll relief days. I don't say that to my teachers. I only say it to my admin team and my husband. (laughs) But um, payroll relief days, awesome. We have already collected the tuition from the customers, but we're not paying our teachers that night. Now, some studio owners don't feel great about that, but I'll tell you where I'm coming from. Hourly employees generally aren't compensated for the time that they don't work in other industries. Right. So if you're working at Starbucks, for example, and you have a bl- there's a blizzard and they have to close Starbucks, you're not going to get paid for your shift that you didn't attend. Exactly. And so that's just general, um, you know, industry standard. Exactly. But. The counter argument to that is that, well, the customer hasn't
0: prepaid for their latte before the Starbucks closed for that Blizzard. Right. So,
1: so that's a valid point to which I would say, if you consider your studio tuition or your income or whatever you're charging your customers more of a membership
0: mm-hmm. as opposed
1: to a tuition that equals four classes a month, Mm -hmm. then it's more similar to, let's say, your you know your comcast
0: bill your your, your cable
1: even if you don't watch tv for a whole week you still pay the same amount each month right or maybe you belong to a golf club right and maybe there's snow and you can't go there one day you're not calling the golf club and saying can Can i get a refund (laughs) right exactly you just it's, it's a monthly fee exactly and you can use it as much or as little as you wish So the way
0: I deal with cancellations for snow days or any reason, I had a couple days last year where our heat went out, and good lord, that was a nightmare, but the way I deal with it is I pay my teachers half of their regular rate. My reasoning for that is I feel like Creating a lesson plan and a playlist and choreography is kind of half of your job. You need to be prepared for your class before you even get in the car to drive to the studio. So even if there's snow in the forecast, I want my teachers to have a class planned, and if that's half their job, then I should pay them for that time. Mm -hmm. So I pay them on that snow day or on that you know, when we had to close for the heat being out, I pay them half of their regular rate. I have two cancellations built into the annual tuition. So if an individual class is canceled two or one time, there's no makeup. No makeup for that class. If it's canceled three or more times, we schedule a makeup. And if that teacher is teaching the makeup class, they get the other half of their pay for teaching that makeup class. They don't earn time and a half. They just earn the other half.
1: Wow. that's That makes a lot of sense.
0: I feel like it's really reasonable. And I feel like my staff really appreciates mm-hmm. that half-time pay. And I'm still getting a payroll relief day. Mm-hmm. It still lightens my payroll load. Sure. Um, But they're feeling a little bit more appreciated. Yeah.
1: Another thing that you can do instead of offering a makeup where you have to pay your staff Mm -hmm. is we have built into our program several added value opportunities. For example, we have Open Gym. So... Once a month, families can come into the gym and do a fully supervised kind of gym play situation.
0: Even if they're not enrolled Even in gymnastics? Even if they're not enrolled in So gymnastics. if a dance student has their hip-hop class canceled, mm-hmm. they
1: can come to open gym. As, and their and that, little brother can oh, come. Oh, hey. We do a lot of that sibling stuff. So the oh. parents are like... The, our parents are pretty much trained now to never complain that they're not getting their money's worth. I love that. Because I can give them four or five different options of things that they can do. That's beautiful. Another another thing we do, now granted, we have a performing arts studio, so we also have a music program, but we do music master classes, like a community drum circle. And dad and mom can come with their kids. So now, four makeups right there. That's great. But even if you don't need a makeup, we're not keeping track of the makeups. We just try to layer on the value, this value, so that nobody complains Mm -hmm. when we say your class is canceled.
0: And how great is it if Susie's ballet class is canceled and then her brother Tommy comes to a gymnastics class as her makeup mm-hmm. well and then he loves gymnastics and now they've got two kids enrolled in your programs exactly absolutely yep alright so moving on number five I love this one it's so simple save money by subscribing to an auto shipment program for basics like toilet paper printer toner and other regularly used supplies at your studio I go through so much damn printer ink I swear to god And I have it auto shipped, so I'm never like in the middle of a print job and then running out (laughs) to Staples to buy my my printer toner, which is a waste of time and a waste of money because it's more expensive on at Staples. And if you subscribe. Um, whether it's online through Amazon or through or through Staples or through any other uh, vendor, usually there's a discount provided for subscribing. Hmm. So it might be five percent, it might be fifteen percent, but you're still
1: saving. Yep and you can recycle the toner and get a refund oh absolutely
0: yep absolutely so it's just so simple and you're buying these things anyway you might as well have it automatically shipped you can adjust your subscription rate so maybe you suddenly have a surplus of toilet paper Mm -hmm. you can make it come every three months instead of every two months whatever you need you can adjust it and it's just such an easy way to save a, a little bit of money
1: great Number six, we are going to cancel or combine classes with low enrollment. You know you have one or two of these classes. Mm-hmm. We you, all do. You don't want to cancel it because it's a good customer, or you don't want to. It's just you don't want to disappoint people, mm-hmm. or you you just keep thinking that you're going to have a somebody will register right, for that I'm class. Just going to promote it more. It's time, especially if you're mid year, yeah, to face the music mm-hmm. and just pull the plug. Yep. Not only will you save the. Uh, teacher expense. Hopefully, you can get the kids into another class. Right, but you're also sending a message to your customers that we're not going to keep these low enrollment classes open. Maybe they will spread the word exactly and invite their friends if mm-hmm. they love that time slot. Um, maybe maybe you will save it in that regard. But you also want to set a precedent with your families that, like you know, we mean it when we say register right. now, or yeah. we're going to cancel or combine the class. Exactly. So, um, another thing you can do is eliminate unneeded assistance in certain classes. Let's say you've got a class with only five students. Do you really need that student assistant? Mm-hmm. You can compress classes into a smaller window of time so that the studio isn't remaining open for a single class at the end of the night, for example. It, yeah. If you've got one class running at from 8 to 9 PM, you've got the lights on, you've got the heat on, You've got, you're paying the front desk person, mm-hmm. and they probably don't really leave until 9.15. Exactly. So you're paying the teacher. Just see if you can move that class. And um, you may not see it directly, but indirectly you're going to be shaving a little bit off of your expenses. Absolutely. And then moving forward, commit to not starting new classes without a minimum number of students. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to what I was just saying. If you, if you put it in your policies, we will not start a class without five students, for example, mm-hmm. and your your families start understanding that you mean it, then you can let them know. Like, all right, classes start next week, but we only have four kids, you know. Spread the word. <laughs> spread the word. <laughs> Invite a friend. Invite a friend. And then that could, could uh, create some momentum.
0: Absolutely. Number seven, conduct an audit of your regular monthly expenses. Are you getting the best rate you can get on your insurance, your utilities, your internet bill, your phone, pay your studio credit cards off in full every single month to avoid those interest charges and watch your checking account carefully to avoid overdraft fees. Do you have any monthly subscriptions that you can cancel? Can you ask about teacher discounts? Sometimes simply asking for a discount will get you one. You need to make sure that every single Uh, business that you're paying knows that you are educating the children Mm -hmm. and (laughs) sometimes that that alone will get
1: you a discount what types of companies actually honor that kind of a discount um my phone company did you're kidding me. I kid you not
0: I did not know that. That's that's a treasure right there. Oh, it is a treasure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you never know if you don't ask. So just call up your cable company, call up your internet bill and see if they can ask you if they can give you a discount. Sometimes if you ask for the cancellation department, mm uh they will take you more seriously
1: yeah they kind of go into a spin Mm -hmm. of how can we save this customer exactly
0: and you know uh crying never hurts
1: (laughs) (laughs) or simply saying hi i'd like to talk about lowering my bill exactly and that that's just direct and straightforward Mm -hmm. and honest and not emotional (laughs) and oftentimes just asking for and you can also do this when they say, no, sorry, you've got the lowest rate. You can go, because mm. I think that the other company is offering something different. And I've been with you for a long time. I really don't want to leave. I don't want
0: to leave, but your competitor is offering this deal. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm, yeah. yeah. And it's okay to drag out the uncomfortable silence for oh, a few absolutely. seconds. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we are performers.
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> After all. Yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? Um, number eight. This one is kind of advanced, and it's only <laughs> for studio owners who have self-control. Yes. And also have a positive cash flow, health, a healthy positive cash flow situation. You can consider putting all your costume orders on a credit card with a lot of perks, mm-hmm. whether it's cash back or airline miles mm-hmm. or, I don't know, Starbucks points, Right, because you you're spending the money anyway. Mm-hmm. Why not get rewarded
0: for it? You know, especially those costumes. That money goes out and, God, it's a huge chunk of change. It hurts to see it go, but if you, if you know you're getting rewarded
1: for it, it feels a little bit better. Absolutely. Um, I do want to underline this warning. Only do this if you are disciplined enough to pay off the card in full each month. Yes, absolutely. If not, you're going to get yourself... You, you remember that $375 you just <laughs> saved in number one? Yeah. Or you just earned with your new registration fee in number one? You're going to send that right on back if you in incur interest any exactly. interest fees. So
0: be really careful. Make rules and stick to them about what charges go on the card and what doesn't. It's super duper important.
1: Right. You can certainly do it for costumes, but you could also, if you're very disciplined, do it for your electric bill mm-hmm. or... Um, your internet cable internet yeah, TV for, phone whatever for
0: whatever mm-hmm. just as long as you are being really really diligent about paying it every single month absolutely okay number nine start planning now for more ways to generate income at your recital Are you selling program ads? Are you selling concessions, flowers, t-shirts, teddy bears? What are other studios selling at their recitals? Talk to your contact at your venue. Chances are they do more than one dance recital there. Ask them what other studios are selling in the lobby. They probably know they set up that table for the DVD sales over there, so they can probably tell you. Um, Another idea is you've got kind of a captive audience. You've got your teachers and your parents and your students there for tech rehearsals and and two shows or whatever it is, so they're there for a long time. Can you use a fundraiser to feed them? Partner with a local restaurant and see if there's a way to collect money from your families and then earn a certain percentage of the sale of, you know, a whole load of subs Mm -hmm. or salads or burritos or whatever it might be. See if you can turn a way to benefit your families because you're providing them with a meal. They don't have to worry about packing their kids lunch or dinner. Um, And you're also making
1: some money because it is a fundraiser. Yeah. The other thing you can do is if you have a competition team or a dance company, maybe those parents can do like a crock pot spread Mm -hmm. with veggie trays and everything. And then you can charge the... Other students mm-hmm. like five dollars to att- to go to the buffet exactly or something like that and maybe um, you can work out the details in some way that that provides a little bit of extra fundraiser cash for the company recital. or the
0: team yeah get creative there's so many ways to make money at your recital we could do a whole podcast episode yeah, just we should on make that. a note
1: of that we definitely will okay number 10 okay This is
0: the big one, y'all.
1: I know. And it's kind of an indirect way to see more profit in your life. But if you are still living in the Stone Age and you are (laughs) not using auto pay, you need to use auto pay. Take the plunge. If you're hesitant, consider these things most businesses these days are doing it so your customers are likely not going to be as resistant as you think
0: in fact they prefer it
1: yeah as a consumer myself one of the things that i've been working on is automating all of my bills and i'm actually annoyed by the water sewer trash people yes oh my gosh your your township or Mm -hmm. your borough who, who make you write a check and put it in an envelope and and put a
0: stamp on it oh my god
1: who has stamps (laughs) i know i know so really most businesses are doing it most customers appreciate the convenience and and expect it and they don't want to be late on your on their bills no they don't and i mean here's another example of me as a consumer my son does private guitar lessons in someone's home and i have and he drives himself so it's not even like I've got my son in my car and I'm triggered. Oh, we need to stop at the ATM machine because this dude won't take a check. So I have to have cash. Oh my gosh. And, How inconvenient. Right. And he doesn't do, he doesn't want any trace of it. So he, I can't even PayPal him. Oh gosh. So, but my son drives himself. So now I have to make sure that I get the cash for my son and this and that and the other. If And so a lot of times, he's a 17 year old boy, even if I transfer the money into his account, He'll forget <laughs> to give it to him. Right. So I look like a delinquent mom. <laughs> I and I tell my son, "You have got to pay the bill because you're making me look bad." Right. And he, my son's like, "Oh, Mr. Max, he doesn't mind." Well, well, he does. He does. <laughs> he wants so his money. Most customers, most parents at your studio, I would say, don't want to be late on their on their tuition. They probably have the money in their account. They just forgot their check. Exactly. So do the auto pay. Do them a favor. But furthermore. Um, I have found that those customers that are genuinely resistant are simply trying to reserve the right to not pay you. Exactly. Why? Why would they do that?
0: Well, because they're jerks. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Why would you want to... Because, because once yeah, once you've delivered the service, there's no recourse for us as exactly stewards. the you're service not, is delivered. More
0: than likely, you're not going to get you're not going to see that money, right. or you're going to have to spend so much time, or your administrative person or your front desk person is going to have to spend so much time
1: for fifty bucks.
0: Emailing them, emailing them again, calling them, sending home a note. Y- you don't want to have to chase down your money, so, right? Not
1: to mention the bad karma or or (laughs) just the bad the bad juju of like
0: having to yeah nobody wants that energy so make sure that every single family in your studio has a credit card on file or you can do direct to a bank account use your studio management software
1: to get your money with one click and that's really the, the key. Because if if you have a customer who says, look, I really do prefer to write a check. Fine. Then you can say, that's fine. I respect that. We We require that you have a bank account or a valid credit card on file as a safety net. And if you come in here with your check as you say you will Mm -hmm. before the first of the month then your card or your account will not be charged right but because their account will
0: have a zero balance so there won't be anything to charge to that card on file right but you have the safety net you have the safety net and then it's on them if Mm -hmm. they forget to bring in their check or whatever then you still have that card on file
1: right yeah and the way that this is going to put more money in your pocket is you're going to not be spending admin time Mm -hmm. or admin money Mm -hmm. collecting and manually entering all of these transactions. As they happen, right? As it happens. Plus, you're going to have a lump of cash at the beginning of the month put into your account. And it's reliable cash flow. Mm -hmm. It's not
0: trickling in one payment at a time. You know that if you press charge cards on file, Mm -hmm. you press that button on the first, it'll be in your account by the third or the fourth, it does suck, that you have to wait a couple of days,
1: but mm-hmm. it, it will be there. Yeah, and then you can also pay all your bills in one shot. And exactly. you're not, throughout the, the month, stopping to, oh my God, did my electric bill get paid? I just, I set it up at the beginning of the month because I knew mm-hmm. that I had you the You know funds. that money's
0: going to be there. You yep. know you can pay those bills on time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, okay. So, whew, that was a lot. That was 10 ideas for yeah. you to increase your studio's profitability fairly easily. I feel like... Everyone should be able to implement at least one of these ideas mm-hmm. pretty simply.
1: Yeah, and some of them are big and some of them are small. So start with a small one, take a small bite, and then go from there. Yep, and put it in your calendar to do this quarterly. Yep. So that you can because what's going to happen is we're going to slip. We're going right. to start subscribing to things we don't need, and we're yep. going and that cable bill is going to inch up, and we're not going to notice it. Yep. So make sure that you audit your expenses and go through this process at least once a quarter. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining us. Again, we are Casey and Robin of DSO Connect. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at DSO Connect. Join our free community for dance studio owners on Facebook. It's called DSO Connect Community. Make sure you answer the questions to join and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please, please, please share with your friends in the dance industry. We, we really want to help us as many people as possible that's what that's what started this whole entire thing is just helping studio
1: owners be be better and and not feel so alone yes you're not on an island by yourself exactly we are here,
0: we are here. you're not alone reach out to us join our community share 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 and we will talk to you next time all right thanks you everyone